Hey guys, welcome back to your business journey, The Daily Scotch. Thank you all for your support on the last two episodes. I actually loved having you guys here and listening to my words of wisdom and actually applying them to your life. Like I said last episode, today we will be continuing our habit topic and getting into them with a more clear picture. So today's episode, we will be listing out the seven habits that I personally feel are the best that you can apply onto your life to get it more organized and after this we can implement it to a business type of lifestyle let's go with the first one put pen to paper once you are going to start something like it is a business or anything else in life a project first you have to put it down on paper you have to sketch out make a map of what you will be doing after you've decided what success means to you You'll need to create some reachable, measurable goal. It's not enough to say, oh, I want to have this job this year, or I want to be able to graduate this year with this honors. It's not just enough to just say it because you can say anything you want. It's putting it down on paper and reminding yourself every single day, this is my goal. How am I going to get there? I don't know, but that's where I want to be. So that's the first point that we're going to put Put pen to paper, write down your goals, make your own road, sketch it out, put what tasks, what goals, like remember one goal is made out of small little goals. A war is made out of small battles. So you have to write down your battles so you can win the war. And the war are the, is the challenges that you have yourself. So let's go to the second point. Develop a consistent wake-up routine. Mornings are actually powerful for the human mind. There are reasons some of the most successful people in the world have committed morning routines that they never skip. Because there are things that you have to do in the morning that can actually motivate you to keep on going on your day-to-day basis routines. It doesn't have to be getting up at five in the morning and drinking a protein filled smoothie and going on an hour long jog. It just means deciding on the best way to wake up and for your body to be ready to keep on moving on your day. To keep it just going, you know? As an example I can put on that I've learned in actually school is that if you make your bed every morning, you accomplished the first task of the day. It will give you a small sense of pride and it will encourage you to do another task and then another and then another and then another. We work with momentum. Momentum is key because if you start your day and you do something, you feel satisfied. I did it. You go to the second one. Oh, but I felt good. I did the first one. So let's go do the second one. You do it and you go to the third and just keeps on going through your day. And then you notice that your whole day was filled up of little successful things that motivated you just because you started your day making your bed. Another thing I learned in my psychology class actually was that 
you should always wake up to your first alarm. When you wake up to your first alarm, it doesn't give your body a decision to be like, oh, I don't want to wake up. Give me another five minutes. Give me another five minutes. Give me another five minutes. And that just makes you lazy for your day because that's when you know that you can just keep on slacking off. But when you do something and you wake up right there, like when you just do it, your body's already motivated. Like, let's do this. Let's get our day out of the way. Let's go to point number three. Take the power back from social media. What is our day-to-day basis thing that we love to do? But it's such a waste of time. And we have to admit, it is a waste of time being on social media. Yes, there are many times that we read about the news, we see our friends and family, how their lives are going, and funny videos, interesting sport articles, many things. But if you think about it, that little time that you that's for you, the little time that's for you, that you're just scrolling example on instagram you're scrolling and scrolling you're barely even paying attention to what you're watching and until you finally find something that just catches your eye for the like next two seconds three seconds and then you just keep on going how much time did you just waste we can do something else ask yourself how much time a day do i spend scrolling on posts that i barely even pay attention to that's a lot So that little time invested into something else. Life is an investment. Like I said last episode, that it's not the life you lived. It's not the time you lived. It's the little things that you can put on each little day. Make those days worth it. Instead of just wasting your time on social media, do something else with it. Read a book. Get other knowledge that you can bring into your own life. Let's go to number four. Challenge yourself. There's always a little room for growth, right? And personal development. Becoming successful and reaching new goals means moving forward, which means you should always be learning. You should always learn something, and it's not from the books. It's from your life. We, everyone lives in their little comfort zone where we just like doing us. We don't care about anything else. We just like doing what we feel is comfortable doing. But don't you guys, I don't know about you guys, but myself, I get bored of doing the same things every day. I hate it, to be completely honest. But like exact same things. I like sometimes like spicing it up a little bit and putting something a little bit more complicated in my life. Every day I read 10 pages from my book right when I wake up the sprint book from Jake Knapp that I guys, that I told you guys last episode sometimes I like reading 15 maybe I not have the complete time to do it but I try to make it happen just so I can feel that I felt happy that I did it and it was great and it's just that little thing when I do sports when I do my reps when I work out I can do 10 Example, I can do 10 push-ups, but I want to make it harder for myself because I want to grow. So I make 15 this time. 
and then next time 15 is gonna be my my foundation like my base is gonna be 15 so now I'm gonna be wanting to do 20 and each day you feel more comfortable on working harder for yourself for yourself growth that's what actually challenging yourself is get out of the comfort zone get out of your little box this doesn't mean doing more every day or working on yourself into the ground it means not staying safe and doing the things that for you are already easy why always i don't know about you guys but personally i hate doing easy things because i feel like it's just doing it the harder it is, the more satisfying is the prize. So now let's go to number five. Include exercise in your routine. Similar to your morning routine, you don't have to take up marathons to be successful. When building good habits, the key to making your work sustainable, your not trying to do something big once you're trying to form habits you can introduce into your life permanently a healthy mind is a happy mind if you give let's put an example your car you want your car to be giving the best performance it can give you right you're not gonna if you have a really good car you're not gonna put the cheapest gas because the cheapest gas, it's not gonna make it. It's not gonna work as efficiently as it's gonna work if you give it the best gas. You need to keep your body like a sanctuary. You have to eat right. You have to work out right. Because these things keep your body growing, functioning, and it feels good that it's doing it. I, I even have to say sometimes I I like working out just when people ask me if I'm working out I feel good just saying hey yeah I was just I was working out you know I feel good saying that it's dumb but it's something that I feel proud of myself that I did because I'm healthy I'm a healthy person and if I'm healthy my body's healthy my mind's healthy I have an initiative to grow as a person let's go to number six you have to embrace failure this is key number six embrace failure failure might seem like a strange habit to include on the road to success but the truth is that failure is inevitable it's gonna happen Last episode, I said this and I made it one of my main points. You have to fail to grow. You're never going to be able to grow, 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 grow and not fall in the ditch at least once. You're going to make mistakes in life. You're going to fail at some things at some point. You might even fail at forming some of these good habits. You might even fail at forming some of these good habits. However, you must make a habit of embracing every failure, obstacle, 
and a mistake as a learning opportunity. If you learn from every failure, think of how much you will be able to upskill yourself without even thinking up of a new course. I know I failed, but what do I have to do next time? Not commit the same error I did last time, so this time it can come out correctly. When you're learning how to play a video game, as an example, and you're on the same level, and you fail, and you fail, and you fail, and you fail, and you even get frustrated because you fail, but your instinct tells you that I cannot leave until I complete this level. But every time you fail, you're learning that I have to jump, example, if you have to jump from point A to point B. If I jump a little bit too late, I'm gonna fall. If I jump a little bit too early, I can't make it. So each time you keep on looking for that little sweet spot that is going to get you to the other side. This is how you embrace failure. Instead of getting mad, giving up, which is what everyone loves to do when they're mad, giving up, which is not an option. If you're listening to this podcast and you think that giving up is one of your options, please get off. Because here we're learning how to become a better me knowing that I have to fall to gain something else afterwards. We don't like quitters because if you quit, you're never going to grow. If you start something, you finish it. And even though you fail at doing it at some point, you can fail a battle, but that does not mean that you failed the war. You don't lose because you lost one little battle. You didn't lose the whole thing. It was just you stumbling a little bit just to get to the finish line. You need to embrace these things. And look at them from another perspective. Not just a perspective that you fell down. But look at it from the other side. And that's the best way to see failure. Let's go to the last point that we have now that's Take control of your finances. It seems a little bit obvious that you may be on top of your finances already, but we all we can all be guilty of bad spending from time to time. We all have some bad habits of spending money and we don't care about it at the moment. But then we notice that we could have invested it to something more important important or more necessary at a future time even if you think it isn't necessary building a habit around reviewing your monthly spendings and deciding if there's a better way to distribute it for the next month is an effective thing to do let's say i spent ten dollars today right and I had $20 for the month. So I spent 10 today. And I had a five that I spent during the rest of the month. But I still had $5 for myself. 
instead of spending it on something else, I can use that money to send it to my next month and then create some savings for maybe a future matter where I can spend it on something that would like more. Maybe real estate, maybe um, stocks, shares, things that might even bring you more money on the long run. So it, it's also one of the easiest goals to reward yourself with. If you commit to saving a little extra money every month, you can treat yourself to something at the end of the year. Also, instead of always having to invest in it, you have all the right to make yourself happy. A lot of people now in the States, they have a certain amount of days off, right? And they like to spend it on December so they can go see their family for the holidays. If you save up the whole year, so this month I had $200 spare. The next one, $300. And then the next one, $100. Next one, $50. But then I had $200 again, and then $200, and then $50 again, $100 the next month. At the end, you have a good amount of money that you can spend on yourself. You can maybe do... 50% of what you got on investing it into whatever you want. And then the other 50%, you can spend it on yourself. Because you always have the right to spend on yourself something, right? What do we live for if I can't even spend my money on myself? What do I live for? Just to pay taxes and to pay my house? To survive? No, that's not the goal. My goal is to be able to have, live a happy life, not a life where I depend on the little dollar that I have extra to maybe see if I can buy something extra. No. It's so you can actually be happy. You have to sacrifice so you can be happy at some point, right? Yeah, you work the whole year, but you have that time for yourself at the end that you're going to love. Everything is a sacrifice. I give, you give me. I give, you give me. I give, you give me. I lost something, but I gained something as well. And that is key. Key to intercommunication relationships. Relationships always have a give and take. Just putting this extra topic somewhere in there. Relationships, intercommunication is key for every foundation of life. The more people you meet, the better it's going to be. And every relationship you have is always transactional. You invest into them and they'll invest to you. It's a give and take. So when you control your finances, like I said... I'm giving up the happiness of this month at the end. But I know that the end of the whole like year, I have all this saved up. It's like when you speak to someone. I could have just spoke the whole time. But I hold in my words. I listened. I learned. I give back. He listened. He learned. Those are just two little things that you can actually put into relationship between one another. It's the give and take value of things. 
Thank you very much for tuning in for this episode. My name is Roberto Melendez. I am your host of The Daily Scotch. I hope you guys had a wonderful journey. Thank you very much and good night.